Hey friend, welcome back to the show. In today's episode, I'm talking to the mamas who have a strained or semi-estranged relationship with their child. I'm laying out four things to avoid this Christmas season so that you don't widen that rift and stress yourself out in the process. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Estranged Mom Coach Podcast. Are you going through a family estrangement from your adult son or daughter? Do you wonder why your child cut you off, if there's a way to save the relationship, or how you can ever feel happy again? You can only distract yourself and avoid thinking about it for so long, and then it hits you all over again. How can this be happening? I'm Jenny Good. I'm a certified coach trained in mindset neuroscience, family estrangement, and emotional healing. I'm also a mom who's been through adult child estrangement and reconciliation. I teach Christian estranged moms how to increase their odds of reconciling with their child and how to achieve emotional healing and happiness in the meantime. And we do it from a biblical perspective. So grab your tea, pop in your AirPods and exhale. Welcome home, sister mom. It's going to be okay. Quick disclaimer, I am a certified coach, not a therapist. If you think you're suffering from a mental health disorder, please seek help from a licensed therapist or call 911. Hey friend, thanks for coming by today. Come on in and grab a comfortable spot. I know some of you are probably in the car, on the treadmill, or doing household chores while you listen, but I like to imagine that you've stopped by and we're having a visit together. Do you have all your Christmas decorations up? I wonder what your favorite decoration is. Mine is probably either my little Scandinavian style tree or my wooden white church with a light that shines out of its window. I love those. As we move into the Christmas season, I want to talk to the mamas who have a semi-estranged relationship with their adult child. What does it mean to be semi-estranged from your son or daughter? You might be asking that question. And it can look different for different people, but basically it boils down to a strained relationship where you might be in contact with them less than you would like. Being semi-estranged does not necessarily mean that you're heading for the full-on estrangement, but it does mean there's tension and it's time to make some changes to help strengthen that relationship. In this episode, I'm telling you about four things you want to avoid with your semi-estranged adult child this Christmas season. Avoiding these things can help your son or daughter see a different side of you, and it also goes a long way to opening their mind to having a better relationship with you. Plus, you can be a lot happier in the process because you're not as stressed out as you would be otherwise. And even if you have a child or children with whom your relationship is not semi-estranged, These tips can make a good relationship even stronger. Prevention is usually preferable over cure, so this applies to the adult kids that you have a good relationship with now as well. Prevention, better than cure. Before I list out those four things to avoid, I do want to extend an invitation to you. My family estrangement coaching practice is almost full at the time of this episode, but I'm looking for one or two more moms to help. Once those spots are filled, I probably won't have another opening for at least a couple of months. 
So if you are estranged or semi-estranged from your child and you want to know how to feel better and increase your odds for a successful reconciliation, I would love to talk with you about estrangement coaching. I'm a certified coach trained in estrangement, and I've been through estrangement and reconciliation myself. I know exactly what it's like and what works because I've been there. And I'm also coming from a Christian perspective. I know it can be really hard to find a helping professional who specializes in estrangement, let alone one who's also coming from that Christian belief system. If this sounds like exactly what you need, email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com or there'll also be a link in the show notes where you can schedule a free consultation call. If mending that relationship and feeling better in the meantime is a priority to you, I invite you to reach out so we can talk. Okay, now let's get into the four things to avoid this holiday season so that you don't make things more strained with your son or daughter. Number one, pressuring them. Pressuring them to spend Christmas with you is highly unlikely to work. And even if it does work, do you really want them sulking around the house and feeling resentful? Of course, we would love it if they wanted to spend Christmas with us because they really want to, but pressuring them into it does not feel good to them or to you, even if they give in and say yes. Using guilt as a means to get them to do what you want often goes along with pressuring. Even when your intentions come from a place of just wanting to spend that special day of Christmas with them, using guilt is damaging to the relationship, and it does nothing to make them want to be around more often. It actually tends to do the opposite, and it usually makes them want to avoid you. Instead, let them know how much you would love for them to spend Christmas with you and then allow it to be an open-door policy. Don't force an answer or try to over-control the situation. Number two is comparing or competing. Avoid comparing yourself to or competing with their significant other, their spouse's parents, or their friends. They might want to spend Christmas with their girlfriend's family, or maybe they decided to go on a trip with their friends instead of coming home for Christmas. It can feel tempting to compare yourself with whoever they decide to spend Christmas with, but nothing good comes from that. It leaves you feeling down, and it sparks defensiveness and arguing if you state that comparison to your child. Saying things like, how can you want to spend it with your girlfriend's family when we've always been together on Christmas? Or, when did your friends become more important than your flesh and blood family? Those kinds of comparisons lead to your child pulling away from you. It's actually very normal for your adult child to want to differentiate from you and to sometimes want or even need to do something a little independent from you. This typically only lasts for a season. Seasons change, friend. The more easygoing that you are about it right now in this moment, the faster that season is likely to change into one where your child wants to spend more time with you. Instead of falling into bitterness or comparison, you could suggest having Christmas with them on Christmas Eve or some other day. Let them know that you'll miss them, but you want them to have an amazing day. Be curious and ask them about what they're looking forward to about their plans or other open-ended questions that invite them to share about their Christmas plans with no guilt attached to it. 
Be cautious that you don't over-question them. Just ask a question or two to let them know it's okay and you're not angry at them. If you actually are angry with them, it's time to talk to a trusted coach or therapist and work through your emotions in that safe space. Hashing it out with your adult child is not the right place to process that anger. You do deserve to have the support for your feelings, though, so talk it out with a coach or a therapist. Number three thing to avoid, engaging in all or nothing ultimatums. Okay, this was a huge one for me at one time. I really had to do some work, and thankfully, Jesus also worked on me about it. I'll tell you about how this showed up for me, and you can see if you hear yourself in anything that I'm saying here. I have been through a lot of trauma in my life. I loved my parents and still do, but they had been through their own traumas and they really hurt me in certain ways. The devil loves to use generational traumas to wreck us. I had become very guarded with my emotions, trying to avoid being hurt or abandoned. The spirit of abandonment is devastating to a child, and when we've been wounded by that, it sticks with us into adulthood. So at the first sign that I was being abandoned, or at least I perceived that I was, I would go into all or nothing thinking. Either someone was going to stick by my side all the way, or I could just cut them off. And deep down, if I did cut them off, I was usually hoping they would be sorry and come back. I didn't really want to lose them. This way of coping with things carried over into how I parented my children especially when they became old enough to live more separately from me. I had to learn that even when it is biblically correct for my children to honor me and spend time with me, it is also biblical that they have free will. The choice belongs to them, and it's between God and them. I found that if I disengage from that all-or-nothing thinking and allow there to be a middle ground, they're more likely to meet me there. It might not be the Norman Rockwell Christmas scene, but it's happier than if I clung to that black and white thinking and sat alone, sulking, instead of meeting them on that middle ground. And there's this theme of loosening your grip to actually hold on to them more. When you loosen your grip a little, they're more apt to choose to be around. But if you never give them a choice because you're squeezing them so tightly, because you're afraid of letting go, you're afraid of being abandoned, They will just struggle to break free. As humans, we crave freedom and we want choice. So avoid all or nothing thinking and ultimatums. Instead, let it be easy and let them meet you on middle ground. And if they choose not to do that, have your own back. Create the type of Christmas that you love, even if they don't come over. For me, that consists of things like getting the cooking done before Christmas Eve because I like to chill out and relax on Christmas Eve, watching a Christmas carol, the George C. Scott version, please, (laughs) and reading the Christmas story from the Bible and staying up late on Christmas Eve. I love that. Sis, you have the power to create an atmosphere that makes you happy. It might not be 100% the same as if your child were there, but it can still be wonderful. Jesus is the reason for this celebration, and your child's whereabouts on Christmas do not change the meaning of Christmas Day. Map out a few things that would make Christmas extra special for you, 
and commit that you're going to do those things regardless of what your child decides. The number four thing to avoid is taking it personally. Okay, I want you to take a moment and think back to when you were your child's age. Think about the priorities that were in your life at that time. More than likely, your child is starting to prioritize things like either college or work, or maybe both, a family of their own, paying bills, and friendships. They might be purchasing their first home, having children, or traveling. This is all normal and healthy. There will be cycles and seasons where they will lean on you more, where they want your advice and your help. And there will be cycles and seasons where they lean out and they don't want your input. Sometimes we need to do things on our own without being in the shadow of our parents. If your child makes other plans for Christmas or if she doesn't stay as long as you would like, allow that to be okay and possibly even the exact right thing for this moment. Pray God's will for the situation and then release the outcome. As hard as it may feel, decide right now that you're going to work on not taking it to mean something personally about you. It might not mean a single thing about you. It might just mean that their priorities are different right now. Choosing to believe that it means something negative about their feelings toward you is a low quality thought and it does not serve you. Take those low quality thoughts captive every chance you get. If you're still listening right now, there's a good chance that you're ready to do some inner work that goes deeper than this episode. I can help you with that. Reach out and let's set up that time to talk. Email me at jenny at theestrangedmomcoach.com or you can use the link in the show notes to set up a free call. I'm here for all the parts of you that need help and healing to get your life and your family back. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time and I hope that it blesses you. Hey, Sister Mom, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, helped you, or blessed you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who can be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are a daughter of the Most High King, and you are not alone.